What's up, everybody? I'm David Hain. Welcome to episode 179 of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. I'd like to give a big shout out to our new listeners from Thailand. That brings our total to 64 countries. Wow. If you want to help us reach more people in more countries, just subscribe, follow, and share the link with your friends, or click on the support link in this episode's description. Your donation of any amount could change a life. If you'd like to get our curriculum, you can get the paperback or ebook of From Ashes to Destiny on Amazon. When we come back, we'll get into this episode entitled Worldview versus Kingdom View. Welcome back to episode 179 of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast entitled Worldview versus Kingdom View. I want to give a big welcome to my friends in recovery from the U.S., South Africa, and Australia for their participation in this group. As before, I'll be keeping them anonymous, but I'll be saying their answers as if we were having a live group meeting. So guys, here's a thought from Charlie for our discussion today. He asked, David, I'd like to hear what the group thinks about how our disease of addiction, mental health, manifests itself in other ways during our recovery. We don't pick up, but others clearly see, you know, you need a meeting. And my thoughts were to kind of talk about worldview versus kingdom view of this topic of the disease of addiction. May I start out, David? Sure, Charlie. Well, first, I want to thank you for agreeing to do this topic as an episode. As I've been taught, guys, the disease of addiction has no known cure. Therefore, in recovery, the disease presents itself in many different ways, as I've experienced and witnessed with many people I work with. First, I see the disease present itself in a person by moving to different items other than drugs that include but are not limited to things like sugar, foods, work, exercise, helping others, recovery meetings, sex, relationships, lottery tickets, money, and God. For this, I often work to guide people toward a healthy balance of the good in the list, because too much of anything is a bad thing. All things in moderation, right? I work towards getting myself to that well-balanced place in my personal recovery, as well as those that ask for help. When I'm out of balance with my behaviors, some unhealthy ones start to creep out. My disease starts to present itself in the way of anger, anxiety, depression, blame, shame, guilt, codependency, isolation, sleeplessness, selfishness, self-pity, suicidal ideation, and a victim mentality, to name, should I say, just a few. And that's where the, hey, bro, you need a meeting comes in. Because others see that stuff before I can, and they start to let me know. In these times, I lean on my faith, find my identity there, let that control my feelings and ultimately my behavior. This leaves me feeling absolute love, hope, and comfort in that truth in the word of God, the kingdom view. But the worldview says, 
I'm in my feelings like anger, and because of this, I'm going to fight, and I then become a number in the system as a prisoner or an institutionalized human. I'm forever known as an addict, a criminal, or a loser. And that's how, you know, the in the worldview, you find your identity because of your behavior, or they label your identity because of your behavior. Well, thanks for starting us off, Charlie. You really picked a, a deep topic here, and I'm sure, like you, we're ready to hear what the other guys have to say. Eddie? Would you like to jump in? Sure, David. And and Charlie, if I'm following you there, for me, I think that when you're an addict and you get involved in an incident or circumstance of any type, you get leniency because of what you've been through. They characterize your actions based on what life dealt you with. Your past basically becomes who you are, your identity. The world looks for everything negative that goes on with you because for them, that is who you are. Whereas the kingdom side, you have identified who you are in Christ and people acknowledge that. You can then control your emotions, which in turn controls how you react to every situation. Good point, Eddie, and and good transition to see what the rest of you guys think. Dante, how about you? Well, guys, as I grow as a man and as a leader of myself and my household and of parts of my company, it is continually growing in clarity of the lack of understanding in certain areas of my life. The things I think they were most prideful about and most insecure about can be blinded spots. My pride can protect me from my insecurities or at least I think it can. And some things were shoved so deep for so long because dealing with it would be painful. And I also found things that we can be blind to and it takes a real friend to step in and tell you what you cannot see. The world asks us to be perfect and spotless and do it on your own. And maybe it's sometimes with the help of others But God asks us to give up our life, to admit we can't do it alone, and to give it all over to him. I think the verse goes something like, if you keep your life, you lose it. And if you lose your life for my sake, you'll keep it. The world asks us to hold on to things. God calls us to give it away. Giving up my addiction for God and the things he's given me like a family hold a far greater reward than holding on to all of my possessions. Thanks, Dante. Good word there. Harry, what do you think about this topic? Well, David, worldly views and behaviors are dangerous and need to be avoided no matter how long a person is in recovery. I have seen many addicts relapse after five and even 10 years clean. Thinking they're strong enough, and can go back to worldly places, joining worldly people, and doing worldly things with no danger of relapse is a lie that we believe. We mentally program ourselves that we are over addiction and go back and live the life that we once had with the same friends. My personal story is music. I loved a certain genre of music 
when I used to use. And up till today, that music still is one of the things that brings back memories which I don't want. So me thinking of going out with my old friends who still use to a nightclub that places that type of music in my ears would be a terrible idea for me. I know the worldly feelings will take over as I try to maintain a sober identity in the wrong places. Kingdom behavior is different and doesn't allow us to participate in worldly things or go to those places unless you have a team of strong prayer warriors with you and you're going there as a group to evangelize or whatever. Kingdom views on life and situations will allow you to see dangers with joining the wrong crowd and going to the wrong places. It's the need for us to fit into the worldly crowd that causes us to move away from the truth so we can enjoy or please other friendships and practice old behaviors. For me, kingdom identity is the one to be embraced and never bent to accommodate others. Living righteously, behaving and acting responsible is kingdom attitudes that will keep us safe. Strong word there, Harry. And I like the emphasis on how your kingdom views are keeping you safe. And as you know, I close every episode with stay safe and stay strong. Ben, what do you have today for us closing this out? Well, for starters, and I'm coming from a different angle, guys. I don't believe addiction is a disease. But that's a whole other sermon, a long story for another time. That said, I think we're always in need of having people to speak honestly into our lives, especially people that love us. We need people that can see our blind spots that we cannot see. Folks that can call us out on our crap. It may not be that we're on the verge of relapse, but we might be getting cocky, judgmental, angry in an unhealthy way, or even downright hateful to people. I think it's easy for us to forget that we were lost in addiction and we become like the older brother in the prodigal son story, looking down our nose at people who need help. We were those people that needed help and we still need help. Accountability with love is key for me. Good way to close us out there, Ben. And I want to thank all you guys again for your input. Charlie, hopefully you got some insight from the different guys. And for our listeners, I hope this touched spots for you as you're really working through sort of your faith and your foundation and looking at kingdom view versus worldview. Thanks for listening to this episode of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. If you were saying that's me as you listen, then now is the time to reach out and join a group. Or maybe you have an idea just the way Charlie did that you'd like to hear a podcast episode about. And I'm open to any suggestions, guys. Just message me on the link in this podcast or by email at david from a to d at gmail.com. Or go to my website, www.fromhd.org, and click on the contact page. I'll do my best to get your ideas on the air as a new podcast episode 
as quickly as possible. Thanks for listening. Tune in Monday for our next episode. And as always, stay safe and stay strong.